Blog Talk Radio. Today. And like I said, today we're going to 
talk about relationships, and I want to first dedicate this episode to my wife, who I've been married to for 21 years. Her name is Lisa Ruiz, Lisa Marie Ruiz, and we've been together for 25 years. So later on the broadcast, I'll tell you a little bit about our relationship with her and the success I feel we have together. We have two children, uh, 19-year-old Brianna Marie and Rachel, 15 almost, uh, Rachel Lauren. All right, so let's talk about relationships. Now, relationships are so important, right? We we have all kinds of relationships in the in the world. We have friends, we have coworkers, we have family, we have intimate relationships. You name it. So we all are always involved in relationships. But one of the things that happens to us is, do we have the right skills or the right mindset to be in a relationship? There's also the idea that we need to have a strong emotional stability sometimes to be in a relationship. How many times have you been in a relationship and you feel like it's not working out? What you may have to think about is what are you bringing to the relationship and also what are you asking from that person in that relationship? So there are times where we think about certain expectations that we want the other person to be like or to act like when we're around them. You know, one of the things I feel is a relationship should build you up, not bring you down. So if you're in a relationship that's really negative and people are not supporting you and not helping you and not making you a better person, my feeling is get out of the relationship because if they're not willing to help you or to uh, work with you and all that kind of stuff, then they're not really supportive Then it's not going to be a healthy relationship. So the first thing we must do today and when we're talking about relationships, is we must identify, first of all, what is a relationship and what is a healthy relationship. Because we've been in relationships before, but maybe we haven't been in healthy relationships. So we have to define the word relationship. So a relationship, obviously, you know, is a connection with another human being, right? So we start that first connection, right, from infancy. So a lot of times, most psychologists, psychologists that study, evolution of how we evolve as individuals, they talk about this relationship that you have with your mother and your parents and how they raise you and how they bring you up. You know, they say by the age of five, you develop a personality by that time. And then at age 25, you mentally are completely formed. Your brain completely forms itself by age 25. So we look at those two components. At age five, you're you're developing your personality, but there's aspects of that personality that come through in. So there's nurture and there's nature. So we bring certain traits as we're born. We have certain personality traits that evolve, and we also have certain nurturing that happens throughout that, that situation. And it happens with how we're raised and how we're disciplined by our parents. How do our parents interact with us? Fortunately, I've had friends and known people that have been in relationships where their parents are very abusive, whether it be, unfortunately, physically, sexually, verbally, you name it. Uh, these individuals that unfortunately probably engage in those kind of behaviors with their children have something wrong with them already. So, unfortunately, they, when they get into the situation of being a parent, they have no clue as to what to do. Now, we're not given a, uh, some kind of guide or a book that says this is the way we're supposed to do this kind of thing, but we learn over time. We, we, it's trial and error. 
So we learn from what our parents have shown us that weren't that wasn't so good, and also the good things that they've shown us, and we take on that as a parent when we get older and we have children. So my feeling is we need to develop a strong communication with people that we're in relationships with. So we need to, some of our goals that we have in mind, some of the things that we like, some of the things we don't like, we need to know more about the other person that we're getting to know. A lot of times we don't communicate enough as a species sometimes. We, we have problems because we don't necessarily talk effectively. And let me, let me tell you about what I mean by this, this talking effectively. If you look at it, there's four basic communication styles that if we look at those four basic communication styles, that can be a strong indication of how we can get better in our relationships. First of all, the, the number one uh, style would be you have to be assertive overall. That's the best effective communication style. We have another communication style that we use from time to time, and it's passive. And the other one is passive-aggressive. That's number two. And the third one is aggressive. So think about it. When you become passive in your relationship with other people, what happens there is, for instance, if your partner, your person that you're in relationship with, asks you a question and you answer the question and you feel like when you answer the question, you're not really sincere in that. You become passive in that because you don't want them to get mad at you for saying something that may be offensive or maybe not be something that they like to hear. So you hold back and you don't say anything, right? So you're, you don't want to say something because you don't want to impact that individual, correct? So we do that, we become passive. Now, because sometimes maybe timing is important. That's what also we know is important in life is, is being in the relationship and, and knowing when it's the time to say something and, and when it's not. So timing is important. However, sometimes when we get too passive, we get used to being passive and avoidant in our relationship and in speaking with people. So when we don't tell people how we feel and we hold back, we repress that thought and that emotion, then that harbors inside of us and we have resentment and then we have anger. So we need to identify that that passive aspect of us that we keep doing, we keep being passive, can really impact and give mixed messages to the other individual. Now, the other aspect of communication and being aggressive is we don't get anywhere when being aggressive. No one likes to be intimidated. No one likes to be uh, attacked. So we got to be careful when we speak to somebody, we don't come across in an attacking mode or we don't come across in a very excited way. We want them to respond to us positively, not negatively. So we don't want to – we're not helping the, the situation out by doing that. So the ideal way of communicating is assertive, expressing your feelings in a natural, comfortable manner where when you say something, you don't worry about the other situations that come about. Like you feel comfortable that that person, even though they may not like what you're saying, you feel comfortable in talking about that that you want to say. Because a lot of times we're afraid to say something because we don't want the, the retribution or we don't want the, the, uh, the you know, how they're going to come at us. So we need to feel comfortable in the situation. And the more we talk and explain why it is we're upset about something, the better it becomes. So 
let's think about this. If you, in a relationship, are able to identify, explain, and discuss problems that you have, the person has more degree of understanding about where you're coming from. So we can't read people's minds, and nor can you, they can read your mind. So a lot of times people are not able to understand where you're coming from because maybe you haven't expressed it in the right way. So make it as clear and concise as possible. And when you're explaining yourself about certain things, don't worry about the outcome so much because sometimes we worry about the outcome too much that we don't say anything at all. So if you're angry about something, it's better to discuss it and say, listen, this is what is bothering me. And I would appreciate it if we do X, Y, and Z. Now, that's a part of discussion. Now, does that mean it's gonna, you're going to get what you want? Probably not, but at least you are in the process of discussing it, and each person has their uh, opportunity to discuss what they think is best in that situation. And then compromise comes as a result. So we need to have compromise in relationships. We need to have effective communication. And we also have to really have a strong admiration for that individual and love for that person on the other side, right? So a lot of times we forget why we fell in love with that person or why we enjoy being around that person. And then the negative things that people do, that's all we focus on. So we need to know the balance of the two. We need to know what people bring to us in a very good way and, of course, in a negative way and learn how to adjust to people's behaviors. And then point it out to those people that their behavior affects you. So that's one thing we do need to do more of is talk to people about how they impact our behaviors and our thoughts and our actions. So being able to be that open-minded individual and then that person feeling the same way, you'll be surprised at what that does for you. All right, so right now let's take a small break. When we come back, I'm going to talk to you a little bit more about my relationship and what my success has been in my relationship of 21 years married to my wife, Lisa. Come right back and we'll talk a little bit more. I would definitely say that AdvoCare has um, contributed to my success. Um, uh, certainly the, the products that I've taken for the length of time I've taken, and this has been since my second year in the NFL in 2002, it's something that I trust and, and I truly see a result. Um, I feel like um, I'm getting the most out of every workout. Um, not only you know pre-workout, but then post-workout. I'm doing everything I can to recover and to maximize what I just did and the next day get up and feeling feel like you know, I, I'm a step ahead of the competition. And uh, I'd say the informed choice aspect, you know, I can trust and, and have confidence in it, everything I'm putting in my body. And so you feel like you, you're doing things the right way and you're getting an edge. And so what's better than that? All right, you just heard Drew Brees talk about Avacare and what it's done for him and why he trusts that product. They're a great world-class nutritional company helping with wellness, helping with weight loss, energy, sports performance. So today we're talking, where you're listening to Getting Healthy Today, Impacting People's Lives, and we're talking about relationships. We're live right now. If you want to call in the show, it's 516-418-5979. Again, the number is 516-418-5979. So I just talked to you about four different styles of communication. If you haven't been listening and you're coming on the show right now, I talked about the importance of relationships, that we need to have strong communication skills. 
we need to have uh, a deliberate message to that individual that we're talking to. And the more consistent we are with our relationships, we have more improved relationships. And being willing to be able to compromise when your situation may not come to your favoring. So when things don't work out exactly the way you want them, can you compromise with the other individual? Can you work it out? So we need to be that good at doing so. So I want to let you know that over the 20 years of experience that I've had working with many different people of having addictions and mental health uh, problems, a lot of the issues that I've seen like in families have been communication. There's a lot of times where there are many people that because of their fears or their no, lack of knowledge of someone's addiction or, or not knowing what to do, they have this lack of being able to be comfortable in talking to people. So a lot of times our fear can affect our relationships. Something we fear can get to be a barrier in that person's life, and then we, we don't necessarily break through that barrier and we can't get past it. So sometimes we have to recognize some of the barriers that we have in our relationships. What is it that I'm bringing to the, to the relationship or what that person is bringing to the relationship, and we're, we have some kind of baggage that may be holding us back, something that puts us um, in an uneasy situation where we're not willing to kind of discuss things. So the more silent we become in a relationship, the more dangerous it can become to that relationship. If we don't discuss certain things, over time, you know, it becomes an, un, an uneasy battle. We, we don't like the fact that we don't like to feel weird or feel tense. So if you want to reduce that tension and you want the other person to be more open with you, you have to promote that in yourself first and show them that you're open and ask for that openness. Now, there are times where people have to dispose of a relationship. They get divorced. They, they break up with somebody and Usually it's for the best, but other times you want to think about maybe uh, did, I, did I do enough? Did I speak enough? And you also want to know that it's always a win-win proposition. Both sides have to win in a relationship. Both sides have to be happy, and each person has to feel that they're putting in as much effort as the other person. If someone thinks that they're putting more effort than the other person, there's going to be some resentment. There's going to be some problems. If another person, like if you're in a situation the other person is, is doing all the work and you're not doing anything, that's going to make that person resentful towards you because they don't feel you're doing your fair share. So everybody wants you to feel, you want to feel fairness in your, in your relationship. So, all right, so let's talk about my relationship. Well, I met my wife on December 31st, 1991, and met her at a nightclub. We were dancing, and I met her, and since then I've been married to her for 21 years. And, been, and with her for 25 years, uh, 26 years almost now. Uh, so one of the things that I feel has been golden in my relationship is the fact that my wife and I are always communicating and talking. And I've learned from my own parents, you know, that they had, that when there was an issue, they wanted to talk it, discuss it out. And I was never in fear of if I had something that I was upset about, that I would talk about it. So it's important that we all talk about that what's bothering us so that we improve. Um, also, I know that my wife is there for me as I am for her. Um, we got each other's back. Um, we're very supportive of each other. We, we, I try to make the relationship um, exciting in that almost like every day I try to make it like we're dating again, you know? So try to spice it up a little bit, 
try to do things that we used to do maybe and uh, maybe spontaneity is, is, is a good thing too, you know, for some of you. You may want to do something spontaneous. Uh, when they're not expecting it, you do something and see what happens. Uh, maybe uh, doing things that uh, they're not expecting you to do, maybe clean the house or, or do some other things that otherwise do maybe. Those are things that kind of promote some appreciation towards you. So the other thing is recognizing when a person is in pain or in hurt and you help that person out, being able to identify the behavior patterns of individuals, um, recognizing issues before they actually become a bigger issue. So the more aware we become of not only our own concerns and issues, but we become more aware of the other person's concerns and issues, we, we tend to improve our relationship with that individual. Um, you know, a relationship is a lifelong process. One of the things that people unfortunately do is they expect a relationship to be this magical type of relationship that you might see on TV in some cases, and everything is not magical, and it's not going to work exactly to a T like you've seen on TV or in the movies. So it may not be always romantic all the time, but there's going to be aspects of that romance that go over time. You know, there's it's kind of like you got to weigh it out and see how things are going to go. So the more you become creative, and the more that you are willing to work things out and you have that open-mindedness, that's only going to impact and, and, and make your relationship with more foundation and be able to go forward in a good, in a good way. So I hope everybody's enjoyed the episode today. Like I said, uh, everything that we talked about, you can do it yourself. You know, relationships are based on what each individual brings to that relationship. So everybody has something valuable to bring to a relationship. Remember what value you bring to that relationship and continuously do that and be consistent and follow through on what you say and what you are planning to do in a relationship. The minute you admit you're going to do something and then you don't do it, that causes some friction and some problems and you don't want that to happen. So be consistent and be mindful of some of the baggage that you may be bringing to the table, some things that emotionally you're not ready to uh, help. So you may sometimes need to have one-on-one therapy to bring out some of those negatives that are in you that could be affecting the relationship. So if someone has self-esteem or self-confidence issues, they may have some insecurities where the other person may not really know about and it causes a friction. It causes a fight maybe. But if that person were to really strengthen themselves a little bit more and realize that confidence is important for them and they need to feel secure, which would also make their relationship more secure because they're more secure in themselves. So basically what I'm saying is you have to take care of numero uno, you. You have to take care of you first before you can be something great for someone else. So any hang-ups you have, anything that gets in the way, like I said earlier, any barriers that – don't make you be as the most effective and happy person. That's something that you got to work on. So, unfortunately, if people are facing depression or some kind of emotional disturbance, that's going to affect the relationship, obviously, doesn't know what's going on with you. So, again, you need to explain what's going on with you. Once the person knows what you're dealing with, uh, the pain or, or suffering that you have, they're going to be more understanding. So, it, it just creates a better communication and understanding 
for you and that person so that you can work on it together. So it's helpful to have two people work on something together rather than just doing it alone. So that's the excitement of having a relationship with someone else, that they can share, they can provide, they can support you in some of the problems that you have. Okay, so be be mindful of that as well in your relationship. Okay, I just want to let you know that the show Getting Healthy Today impacts people's lives. Uh, the show helps listeners like you become informed, educated about the various health issues that we've talked about in the past, mental health, addiction, nutrition, sports performance, various medical conditions, wellness, weight loss, goal setting, inspiration, personal achievement like last week, positive psychology principles, leadership, entrepreneurship, Today we talked about leadership, uh, relationships, and next week I'm going to be talking about a special topic, and it's going to be called motherhood. And the reason I'm doing that is my show started last year on the day that my mother, uh, the anniversary on the day of my mother's death, which was August 20th, 2078 of Alzheimer's, and I'm dedicating this show next week, and my next week's broadcast is going to be dedicated to motherhood, and all mothers out there will be dedicating the show all the mothers that are listening and talking about my relationship with my mother and what that was like and what great things she did as a person. So hopefully you can check out that episode next week here live on www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash getting healthy today. And anyone that wants to get in touch with me, feel free to reach me at getting healthy today on Facebook. You can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and I'm on YouTube. I have my own YouTube channel. You can check out my videos there, various subjects. And also, if you have a great topic for the next episode after that, you know, next week. Next week is my 40th episode. It's one year of doing these episodes. Who would have thought after that first episode I'd be doing 40 episodes and already be doing this for a year? So I've been doing this for almost a year now, and next week will be my celebration show. Uh, so hope everybody comes out there and checks me out, listens to their broadcast. Please let your friends know about this broadcast and check out all my broadcasts on either iTunes or Stitcher Radio. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Enjoy your weekend, and love to see you next week. Take care. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm.